Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Another reason to appreciate NBA All-Star Weekend is you get all these people um, sort of getting retrospective or asking, getting asked big picture questions like the commissioner, like LeBron, when are you going to retire, LeBron? Get out of here, LeBron. Well, I don't know, guys. And he's like, I don't know. I guess I'm closer to the end than I am the beginning. Well, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. think your career was going to be 40 years long. Currently the oldest player in the league. <laughs> also, everybody asking those questions, you know the answer is all tied into Bronny. And he doesn't know a lot about Bronny yeah. right now. Because of his bum ticker. It's going to try and nail him down, though. And, you know, we, we get some thoughts, really big picture thoughts from the commission as well. And I thought this was interesting um, from Adam Silver on the... He was asked about the... You know, they have the G League Ignite team, which is the team where you can basically go play your senior year. of uh, you, you can go play like a prep school year yeah. there instead of going to college. For a year, and you can kind of the uh, the draw was you get directly prepared for the NBA with the travel and the amount of games, and it's like it, it's going to put you in a better position. So they've had this team for a couple of years, and he was sort of asked about it in the and the and the thought behind it, and he says this: "This is from the commission. I'm not sure what the future of Team Ignite will be, because before there was a hole in the marketplace that we thought we were filling before doing that, and now." My focus is turning to earlier development of those players. If you're seeing now what we're seeing in terms of that close to 30% of the league players born outside of the United States, it's clear that the development is very different in many of those programs outside of the United States. More of a focus on practice, less of a focus on games, which seems to be the opposite of many youth programs in the United States. I think that now we've begun discussions with the NCAA the vast majority of the top players will play in college and never play in the NBA, of course. So we have a common interest in just improving the game, developing players, developing players. There's no question they're coming into the league incredibly skilled, but that doesn't necessarily translate to being team basketball players. And then what I'm hearing from some of those same coaches that may be complaining about inability to play defense is that these players are not as prepared as I'd like them to be, particularly as very high draft picks. So I think there's an opportunity for us to be a part of the community is developing younger players, elite players, and also, as I mentioned before, in terms of increased participation numbers, of just being us being a more active participant in getting kids active, boys and girls, with our junior NBA and junior WNBA programs. If my math is right, six first-round draft picks have come from the G League Ignite. Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga, probably your two best. Yeah. And those were the first two. And and I don't like I don't think they're thinking about the results of what gets players drafted. I think that's part of what's drug us into this situation. 
it's more that we have to adjust our brains to think about what makes a, I mean, really bare bones, what makes a successful basketball player. And there's been varying different thoughts on this over the years. And this is what Adam Silver's trying to tell us. Like maybe how you make good basketball players is not playing 400 games a year and six games a day in the summer. Yes, you are playing against some of the best competition, but like maybe just being in game situations isn't the best way to develop skill. Because the hope is, by the time you get to the NBA, you are for you you are developed enough, and you still need like I, I still want to have a if I'm an NBA franchise, I still want to have my first round draft pick be battle tested and played in games and been in situations, and I want to want them to check all those boxes. But <laughs> I I think you can get there if you have a like if if you have a highly developed, skilled enough basketball player. And look at some of these guys that we've had um, at the top of the draft. I mean, it's not like Victor Wembanyama isn't playing games in France. But he's but he's but he's got this skill development that's pretty good. Uh-huh. But we've seen a lot of top five picks, and I think probably before, over the la- before the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of top five picks, and the idea behind it was what I see – is an I see an athlete, right? I see an athlete who has this base level of skill and they are a ball of clay to sort of mold. And maybe the thought process in changing that is I think that we could be further along in our skill development with some of these young players by the time they get to 18, 19 years old, draft eligible age. And I, I, I mean... There's obviously a lot in there, and it would be this giant overhaul. But I really appreciate the line of thinking. Like, I, I, we've gotten to a place in the in the country where everybody's like, "Hey, let's get on the travel teams mm-hmm. and, um, you know, spend all this. It's not just the money that you spend, but the game, you know, to cover all the games you play and the places that you go. And there's there's really good parts of that that come out of the experience." But I, I do think maybe that it seems like we've lost in skill development and, you know, practice. It feels like we've lost out on some practice. It, it's one of the few. I like practice. Yeah, practice. Practice is good. Practice. Uh, one of the few comments I've actually ever seen from Silver that is not, how do we grow the game? How do we make more money? It's actually focused on <laughs> yeah. how do we make the game better? Holistically. Yeah. Like, how do we do, how do we develop basketball mm-hmm. players? So um, it, it it was refreshing to hear him talk that way. Also, sneakily, I think this guy's not a very good commissioner. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What yeah. what makes you? Uh, what is it just a combination of a bunch of things? Just yeah, yeah. It's just all the all all the money grabbing and not the. Well, how do we make this good? Yeah. Sometimes I think the NBA has too much going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think they get their. Their hands in a lot of different places. They do. And they're trying too many things. And I think, you know, at a certain point, you need to kind of. I, I do like that they're willing all to in. try things like, hey, here's yeah. a weird idea. Let's try it. Because yeah. no other league would try but this. That, they're too bent on tradition. That thought process, though, is pretty sound. Like, let's. What do we want to do? What, what do we really want to get out of A, B, C, and D? 
and then you can figure out how to actually implement the plan after that. So if what you want to do is make players more NBA ready by the time they get to the NBA, or maybe even bigger picture than that, just make good basketball players, <laughs> then, all right, let's get to work on that. That's a good thought. Maybe that hasn't been where the thought process has been all along for them. All right, we'll be back. Pull questions, tell you what to watch on the other side on 1620 The Zone.